0: Aaron, 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 Last on my list. You call yourself the dictator, but I gotta be honest, buddy, that word just ends up making me
1: hungry for tots. So
0: if it's okay with you, I'm gonna shorten it up a little bit, I'll call you this.
1: There were these two racing dudes named Aaron and Jared Who had advice on racing and they wanted to share it Started a website where players go to see all their picks The goal was make the fans some money and to cut down the risk They put the plan into motion and at first it seemed silly Make a website where the expert picks are freer than Willie From a racetrack veteran to just a beginner There's one place that you want to go to you a winner. As a matter of fact, I want to hit the exacta. Uh, there's only one site that she will keep coming back to. So next time that the horses all line up at the post, make sure you use the website that'll win you the most. Whether Churchill, Oakland, Gulfstream, Parks, and Matoga, and all tracks in between, there's only one site to go to. When it comes to your racing needs and all of your bets, plus it's got a catchy name that no one ever forgets. Racingdudes.com for all of your needs. Racingdudes.com for all of your leads. Racingdudes.com for all of your bets. Racingdudes.com, as good as it gets. Racingdudes.com, for all of your needs. Racingdudes.com, for all of your leads. Racingdudes.com, for all of your bets. Racingdudes.com, as good as it gets. What is up, Great, well, TV's Aaron
2: Houseman. This is the off. What's up, dude?
1: what is
3: going on man yeah we got a busy busy show here we're gonna be drawing for the fantasy league tonight we got a lot of stuff to talk about a lot of sports going on in the background as well so gonna gonna be pretty awesome
2: yeah the uh i'll be honest i'm not really pumped about the thursday night game it's uh it's, <laughs> i'm not I'm not gonna lie what is it like pittsburgh and the giants or something i don't know Who correct is it? yes it's yeah it's a great game so far Oh, I bet it is. I'm, I bet it is. You keep, you keep us posted on that. Um, so yes, it's been a great week, right? It's been an interesting week. Um, it, it seems like that's the case. Uh, anytime we've been busy, it feels like in the, in the last, uh, you know, last year it's been related to Bob Pafford and, uh, lo and behold, the white rat lives again here. And, uh, so we have some stuff to talk about with him we'll we'll get into it. we have a whole segment, obviously, you know, Medina spirit just unbelievable news with with the the passing of of him having a i guess we'll we'll find out exactly but a heart attack uh, in training or right after training at Santa Anita earlier this week. and then of course, how that looks in the whole light of everything else. and it's just it just there's so much to talk about. I almost called you. That day I was like, dude, we, we kind of need to like hop on a show or something. But then I was like, you know what? No, I'm gonna let this simmer. I'm gonna let this kind of digest, see what comes out from this, and then we could talk about it tonight.
3: I'm glad we didn't do a Monday show, for sure. For sure. But yeah, I, I, I'm looking forward to talking about it, giving our thoughts about it. Um, yeah, I, I'll save it for the actual segment. Um, but yeah, it's uh it's it's just it's one of those things, right? It's it's something we seem like we have to deal with once every what two months, couple months, one month?
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, and by the way, yeah, Lincoln the Trojan King says, Mr. Haltman, we are still waiting your acceptance into the USC family. Stop ignoring our invitations. Of course, the same day the news of the new coach came out. So I'm sure you were everywhere on on that single day. Um, of yeah. course, Lincoln Riley going to USC. So yeah, what I what what do you think of the new hire? Uh the Clem was it Clemson. Offensive coordinator, I don't know what it was. But uh, what do what you think of the hire, and will you be joining the USC family?
3: Yeah, no, I will not be joining the USC family. Yeah, uh, Brent Venables gets the job, former defensive coordinator at Oklahoma uh, for 13 years, and then the defensive coordinator at Clemson. Won two national titles at Clemson, of course, so you won the national title when he was a defensive coordinator at, there as well. Uh, a guy that, that, that turned down a lot of jobs over the last – you know, 15 years, I would say. And yeah, I think it's a perfect hire for Oklahoma. We're happy to have him home. I think he was the one that could rally the fan base. Uh, very popular guy when he was there. Uh, I know all the former players are really happy about it. So I think it's good. He hired uh, Jeff Levy, Ole Miss uh, offensive coordinator as our offensive coordinator now. And I thought that was an important hire. So yeah, all things seem to be good and, uh, no offense, uh, uh offense to the Trojan King there, but, uh, I think we got a little bit better coach uh, than we had, so I'm pretty happy with it.
2: By the way, I said the Giants, it's actually it's the Vikings, which is even worse, I think. So um the Vikings in Pittsburgh. Uh, anyways, yeah, that's uh yeah. Um we'll get it. Steve, you have a question there, we'll get into that. We'll get the whole the whole Medina thing coming up. Um, in racing last weekend, we had a pretty good weekend of racing as well, of course. We did pretty, uh, we did well with the American Revolution pick to win the, the, uh, the Cigar Mile. That horse kind of, I mean, it was a nice, uh, nice weekend for, uh, for Todd Pletcher, of course. He also won uh, the Rims and Stakes with Mo Donegal. What, talk about some of these horses. Uh, let's talk about American Revolution because this is a horse that obviously is a three-year-old, probably has a big future ahead of him, seemingly.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think the top two finisher of that race, do American Revolution, a, a very solid performance. I do think he is even better going a little bit longer. So I think that'll kind of be the handicap horse uh, for Fletcher, along with obviously Life Is Good uh, going into 2022. And then you look at Following C. I mean, this horse laid it on the line, right? He ran really, really well, and it kind of what we speculated or talked about, or I wrote about in the guide, uh, talked with Magic about in the videos. Can he get a mile? Yes. Is it his best distance? No. And I think it showed, right? He was right there. And then the last, what, furlong, maybe half furlong, he couldn't quite hold off the stablemate. But two really nice butcher horses. Uh, I was happy to see American Revolution get that win. He's had a really, really nice year. And he deserved to win against open company like that. As they pass the eighth pole, it is following C, who has come back again down at the rail. Here's American Revolution charging up on the outside. Fireworks in the stretch here in the cigar mile. American Revolution and following
1: C, American Revolution. The New York bred has won the grade one cigar mile.
2: Yeah, he kind of just grinded his way. Like you said, I think it was a little bit of combination of, of two of him beat a pretty good horse grinding his way you know to win that thing and also like you said i think falling C just wasn't quite sharp enough at that distance but yeah i mean that's a that's a really good horse falling C. you know i i do think that horse kind of you know you know obviously was hyped up with Bob ba- ball baffer and then kind of you know we didn't know for sure what he was once he got to Todd pletcher but a horse i mean i think he's a pretty i mean he's been in some tough spots so um both those horses seemingly seemingly should have pretty good uh uh, 2022s mo Donegal winning uh the rims and stakes over zandon um what do you think of that i mean <laughs> i don't know I, I i it's hard for me to like the rims and winner to me is just it's just an afterthought like i just i mean even i mean pletcher won. i i just feel like you you, you are a sucker if you're drafting mo Donegal in the draft <laughs>
3: Yeah, I mean, I don't think those two horses are going to be in the Hall of Fame. Let's put it that way. <laughs> They're, they look pretty slow, both the, the male and female race there uh, for two-year-olds going that distance. It was pretty slow. I thought Moldonagal should have been disqualified. I, I, But, you know, I am biased because I had the second-place horse on top. But, um, no, I didn't think even, even the second-place horse there, uh, Zandon, I didn't think he was that great you know if he was you would think he would have won that race still Um, uh, but no i i didn't think much of it and i'm with you i, I don't think those are our are, are world-class horses as we head into uh you know 2022 i'm not taking much out of the, those two races
2: i was burned badly from the other the the don was a donegal bay or something so yeah. any 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 horse that's got donegal in the name <laughs> uh two-year-old and three i'm not i'm not touching so <clears throat> no thanks um yeah, let's get into it. We have a big show, so let's just not waste any time here. We are going to like stay stay put. You know, we are going to, <laughs> you know, Haltman. I'd like to hear you finally bash Bob Baffert here because you know a lot of people say on Twitter that we haven't um <laughs> for the last. <laughs> I'm just kidding. One guy did, but um, so we're going to talk a little bit about not a little bit. We're going to talk a lot about Bob Baffert. What happened with Dena Spirit? What's ne- like just just everything around the Bob Baffert saga? And it is a saga in every sense of the uh, of the word. Uh, we're also going to get some fires picks. We have two races to talk about, the Mr. Prospector at Gulfstream Park, and, of course, the Los, Al- Los Alamitos for charity. Lo and behold, who has a horse in there? Two horses, actually, Bob Baffert. And then the time, the best time of the year. You know, it is the greatest time of the year. And we have the 2022 Racing News Triple Crown Fantasy League draft order being drawn tonight on, the, on air, live on air. So if you're tuning in, if you are a part of this, you need to be tuning in to see what you're going to pick. Um, your defending champion will be present for this, and we'll be helping make some uh some picks here. So, I'm excited for this. So, let's not waste any more time. Let's go, Bob Baffert Hall of Famer. Bob Baffert in the news again, yet again, I should say. Like, it's all he's seen this year, Bob Baffert uh made news again uh, this week with Medina spirit of course technically your kentucky derby winner as we stand today a horse that had a hell of a year um for bob baffert suddenly passing away on track at Santinita Park, pretty much right at the end of a workout um it just i mean just awful news and it just it it it, it complete i mean any baffert horse you it, it makes it worse but when it's but when it's the exact same horse that everyone that isn't involved in racing day in and day out knows about, Medina Spirit being, of course, the Connecticut Derby and how the horse tests positive, and everyone, anyone knew about this horse. So now it, you go, you touch back on that, and everyone's like, "Oh, the same horse died now," and so it's just an unbelievable turn of events to what has been a sad story all along. Haltman, first kind of first thoughts when you kind of heard this news of, of you, know, you know, we had a good friend of ours in, in the, in the business, pretty much, I think we were probably one of the first people to know. I mean, it was pretty inside at that point and just told us, Hey, I heard that Regina spirit died on track. we like, shit. So what was your mm-hmm. thoughts when you heard that from, uh, from our, uh, our uh, contact there?
3: Well, first of all, I was on a flight home uh, from Chicago into uh, the big metropolitan airport of Joplin And, uh, you know, believe it or not, there were no, there's no internet on the flight. Uh, so I was out without internet for about an hour and 30 minutes, of course, (laughs) right when the news breaks. And so I, I, you know, you you turn on your phone when you land and I had the 27 messages. (laughs) And so I thought, oh, this isn't good. You know, that's never, never good. Something bad's happened. And, um, you know, I think the bottom line is it, it, it's. I think in racing, no matter if it's Bob Baffert or anybody, if I get a text and say popular horse X has died, if, if you've been in the game long enough and you're still surprised to hear news like that, that's on you, right? We get that kind of news all the time, whether it's Bob Baffert or not. And you know, it seems to me this this was a situation that uh, I've, I've got that text before from other trainers, you know, with other trainers with other horses. But the problem is there is no you know benefit of the doubt for a guy that has that long track history. And, and and you know, no matter how you slice it, there's evidence out there that this happens to Baffert a lot. And and like you said, it's the same horse that still we don't know if he won the Derby or not yet. So far, yes, I guess he still is a Derby winner, um, but. It, 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 just, you knew it was just going to catch on like wildfire. And it's, it's just a, more than anything, it's just a tragic end for a horse that just didn't deserve any of this. And I think your tweet was perfect. He deserves so much better than this, whether you love or hate Baffert, you have to have respect for that horse. He showed up every time he brought it every time you know, he he always tried. He wasn't a, an overly talented horse, but man, he could just go up and run against anybody and be competitive. And that was the more it sank in, it's like, man, this horse didn't deserve it. You know, he deserved something like what's happened with Life Is Good. It's get to a new trainer and prove just how good he is. You know, uh, like Life Is Good has. That's what Medina Spirit deserved too. He didn't get that opportunity, and that's that's the saddest thing of it all
2: yeah i mean i grew to where i really uh i really like this horse you know at first you you kind of get annoyed with him not him but because it's baffert and you kind of like you don't really like the horse and and then like kind of after the derby and then he shows up you know the preakness was like but then he shows up in the shared belief you're like yeah whatever and then he's like the awesome again he's awesome and then it's like damn and then he runs really well in the classic and you're just like man this horse is just so gutty can cons- all things considered and yeah, so I, yeah, I, I really grew to like him, and and uh, it was not just yeah, like you said, it it was just he didn't deserve, you know, he deserved so much more than because I mean, I, and you can speculate all you want. And obviously, I'm not gonna. I, mean, I think we kind of all guessed what we're what uh, probably what happened, but it's just when a horse is maybe not extremely talented, but is running really really good all the time and trying really really hard that obviously he had a lot of that that gut those guts that you want you know that that ability to kind of just keep going and when you kind of mix that in with baffert's you know training regimen and then also baffert's whatever um yeah it just you know just a recipe for disaster and unfortunately it happened and yeah it's just you know it sucks. It sucks. The horse made over $3 million, $3.5 million in his, in, in earnings, which is unbelievable um, considering the horse was kind of a an afterthought really in the sham, even the Robert B. Lewis. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's just, it's awful. It really is. And it, I don't know. I mean, I really don't know what this will do. Do you think it matters? I mean, I guess that's the most blunt way to ask it. Do you think it really matters? Like, is it in the big picture? Is this going to, I mean, one, is the fact that he died going to have any type of implications on what happens with the Derby? And two, is it going to spur any sort of, which I know the answer to any sort of change or any sort of movement towards banning Baffert more, or did it solidify the ban on Baffert currently through the Kentucky Derby and all those things like what kind of ramifications, I guess, do you, do you think is, is about to happen, if any?
3: Uh, no on the derby and no on the changes. I, I don't think either one of those things will happen. Um, you know, I've thought about this a lot. And no matter what we do, it seems like everybody, there's always people saying we did it wrong or you're not doing enough. or. And the bottom line is, I was telling some people on there and they didn't like it, but it's the truth. It's like, end of the day there's nothing we can do you know i said that to one guy on twitter he's like you need to get with your your fans and that you have an audience i said dude we have been calling this guy every name in the book for a year and a half it it, it doesn't do any good i, I mean I, I don't know what we can really sit here and say that we haven't said already uh you know you have a guy guys on twitter saying never pick his horses to win again yeah <laughs> what is that gonna do that that is meaningless it's like you're supporting him if you pick him. No, I mean that you have to, if, he, if they're allowing him to run, he's in the race. What, what do you want me to do pick a horse? I don't think is going to win. I mean, you're going to be more upset about that over time. Um, So there's just, there isn't a whole word is handcuffed. There really is. Uh, there's two ways. Listen in, in, in the, and not to get into the other side of it, the ones that support him and think he's done nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those guys, they're kind of fans of the site too. You know, I got an email from a guy who's been a fan of the site for a lot of years. And he was really pissed at Magic Mike. And they, they talked about it for like a minute. Like they didn't even say anything. And he was like, I can't believe they're bashing Baffert. They're out there. So really what happens is Bob Baffert brings out the worst in the sport right now. Because we all get to fighting. We all get to taking sides. And, and you know, like I said, I tweeted out once. There will be an excuse. Some people will buy it. Some people won't. We'll all argue. We'll all get mad at each other. Nothing will change. It'll happen again in a month, and we'll go through the same process. Here's the way to break the process, in my opinion. I really believe there's only one true way. If you want to get Baffert out of the game, or 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 make Baffert a lesser uh, part of the game, because the the the, the racing like the tracks are not going to be able to do it. Okay. The, the Churchill Downs has tried. They said, hey, you're not coming in with with anybody in the Kentucky Derby. And, 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 and all of us kind of assumed, well, he won't get a lot of two year olds, Well, his two year old crop just as strong as ever. Right. There's one way to get him out. All you people that are fighting and hate mailing me or hate mailing each other <laughs> or, or, or 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 bitching at each other on Twitter. Stop. Email, you know, all of his owners. Email them. Say, Get your horse, horses away from him. If they get 10,000 emails, maybe they will take them away from him. You, you know, turn on them. I mean, that, that's the best way to do it, right? That's the, Him not getting the horses, his owners going elsewhere is the only way you're really going to hurt this guy at this point. And you could say, well, I'm not going to bet the races anymore. Okay, that that, that hurt, might hurt him. That hurts every other person in the industry no matter where they're at, whether it be other players that play the game trainers that are clean jockeys tracks websites like ours I'll throw that in there too you don't want to bet that's fine you're just going to hurt everybody including him the best way to do it email, email the email that like winstar and say hey you fucks, stop sending them horses if you if you feel that strongly get off twitter and contact these people and tell them they're the only ones that can really change this that's how, that's where i'm at with
2: that's why I thought it was such an amazing move to, to like put a horse like life is good. You know, I thought it was so odd to just how a few horses, like why is it, but the, but the same ownership is putting new horses with, with him, you know what I mean? So it just, yep. it, it's, it was very strange that they started that movement mm-hmm. somewhat. And the problem is with these owners, you know, the, the owners like wind stars and, you know, you know, Baffert, whether you like him or not, he can get a horse, you know. Assuming they survive, can get a horse to a very high stud fee very quick, and and it can get you that return on investment very very fast for these high price, you know, two, you know, five hundred, whatever, four hundred thousand dollar plus uh, two year olds. The return on investment is so fast with these horses because then you they, they go and have a good three year old or two or three year old year whatever, then they go to stud and they have a you know. 30k stud fee and they just boom 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 and just keeps going and going and going it's a it's a very simple really if you look at it that way it's a very simple business model right i mean cuz cuz he, he pumps the shit out of him man like he, this is and that's the sad reality so how do you get a tr- these owners cuz obviously it's all about money to say well you know what the right thing would be not to go to him but Cause you know, these, you know, I mean, you know, these owners know what he's doing. I mean, come on. Like it, it, it's, it, it, it's so clear. So um, yeah, I don't know. I really don't know if that's, I mean, I, but I agree. That's if you're going to do something, that's what you do because like not betting the whole, the whole theory of like, if you don't support them, you know, if he's got horses in the race, I'm not betting the race. Like, well, what, that's not going to do anything. I mean, <laughs> that's just like, that's just, like you said, it's hurting everybody and it doesn't really, he's still going to run horses. You know what I mean? Like he's still going to have horses in the race. So, um, what about the fact, what if, what if the bigger picture could be, I mean, what if we just all the tracks said enough, you know, what, 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 what good is the, what, what does it matter to a track if Bob Baffert has a horse? I
3: mean, what if there's a tooth fairy? What if there's a Santa Claus? What if there's this, what if there's that? I mean, that's, that's
2: that there is a Santa Claus. To be to be clear,
3: I mean, what if, what? I mean, name something outlandish. What if, right? I mean, <laughs> it's it's not going to happen. And, and you know, I, I I'll give a ton of credit to Churchill Downs. I give a tr- ton of credit to Naira for taking a stand. He already get through the Naira thing. I'm sure he'll get through the Churchill Downs thing as well. So you know, it is what it is there. But I mean, I just think our system is so messed up and not just for, I don't want, this isn't just for Baffert, right? You know, service in Navarro. Okay. Everybody in the world knew what was going on and it took the FBI to finally get them out of it. Right. So this isn't, this isn't just a Baffert problem. This is a horse racing problem. Okay. Yeah. Forget about, you know, Baffert is probably, no, I'm not going to say probably Baffert is, without any question not the biggest problem in horse racing he just has the biggest uh you know uh, following and, and the biggest name recognition
2: um yeah. but in a sense in a sense he's the face of horse racing because he correct. is because he he was, he was put on the limelight because of all the Triple yeah. Crowns and you know everyone yeah. knows that guy and the the big problem is listen this isn't going to be the last horse that breaks
3: down under Bob Baffert right But that doesn't—they break down under under all the all these trainers. But you don't ever hear about it. You're hearing about Bob's because of because and perhaps rightfully so. He put himself in this position, and not just Medina Spirit. He's had several drug you know positives, so he's put himself in that position to be under the microscope. And it just happened. He works in a sport where you know horses are going to break down. Horses are going to have the the, the situations that that happen. Uh, You know, my dad called me and he goes. You know, the thing about it is there's there's a chance. that was just a freak accident. I said, there's more than a chance. It probably was. But when you are under that microscope, you can't have anything happen or they're always going to jump on you. So the trick is, how does he change that narrative? And it's gone too far. There's no narrative to change because not only does he have the horse racing people not on his side for the most part anymore, it's a it's it's a national story. And mm-hmm. why is that? Because he got disqualified out of races like the Kentucky Oaks and the Kentucky Derby, and it made it a national story. And so, when a guy like Baffert, who everybody knows and has won two Triple Crowns, gets that drug positive on the biggest stage, people in the national media go, "Ooh, people know who that is, and now we can make a story out of it."
2: It's a it's a dr- it's a positive drug, you know, uh, infraction or whatever, and it's it's yeah. going to be something. Cl- people are going to click. Um, all right, listen, look, answer a few of these questions. Uh Jared says, you know, if necro uh necropsy, is that how you say it? Uh mm-hmm. comes back as something is enlarged, heart, you know, something natural, which is by the way, uh, is something I'm totally expecting happens. Yep. Um, natural toxicology comes back clear, all that stuff that they sent out, you know, for testing, will it change your mind any on what you think about it?
3: Uh, uh, for me, honestly, no, because I think. That's what it is anyway. I, I I don't think this is a story about drugs or anything this time. I think the horse it's something freak happened. So my mind, no, wouldn't change it because that's what I think it is anyway. Will that change the minds of these people that are that are upset? No, absolutely it's not going to. They'll say, Oh, they lied, or oh, this or oh, that. And you know why they'll say that? Because you've got them lying on record, lying for Bob Baffert before justify had a positive test in the San Diego Derby and we found out about it three years later. And you know what, that's not Bob Baffert's fault. I don't blame him for that. That's a horse racing problem. That's a California problem. So they have no trust for these people that are conducting the test and then what the test says and how it's reported. Nobody has any trust in California. So no, it will change nothing. How that test comes back. But in my opinion like you said, I fully expect it'll be clean
2: 100% yeah to me I don't I you just kind of like I guess you just kind of assume that I, I think it'll be clean. I don't think you know and I'm not saying like maybe there's an maybe there's unknown you know what I mean like how, how many times we've heard like well there's like a thousand unknown substance we can't we don't know, but the things we right. test for yes, who knows but I do I do expect it and that's the, that's the problem with where we're at like you're saying is we be, there's such a divide now on what you where you're at so like if it comes back clean everyone says like you said it's a cover up or well the horse who knows what he wasn't tested for or what they didn't they couldn't test you know who knows like the horse was pushed and then on the other side it's i told you he's clean like i mean come on it's a witch hunt so it doesn't really matter what comes out because it's going to uh it's going to just keep dividing you know it's just going to be you know divide 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 so yeah i mean uh, and someone else asked, "Is he the three-year-old? He's, I, I, you know, I think from a, you know, a Lincoln, your your friend Lincoln Riley says, uh, is Medina the three-year-old champion horse of the year? I mean, you'd like to give it to him from that standpoint, obviously, um, but no, he's not. I think it's essential quality still, um, but it probably the other part of other problem to that would be is, you know, who's going to get credit for it? Well, Bob Baffert will still be the trainer of Medina Spirit, uh, <laughs> the Eclipse Award, so." Yeah, no, I think it's still uh, unfortunately. I think it's uh, it's not going to be him. It's uh, it's a quality. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Bob Baffert. Obviously, we had the Fit charity coming up. We'll talk about that here in just a second on rapid fire. Uh, the Los south charity, obviously, a, a race that just like uh, you know he does with these two year olds at Los Al every year. He just wins these races with these affiliates and and in the males. So it's like usually the Los south charity is this really big coming out party for one of his Bafford, you know one of the Bafford horses but he's got a couple in there and messier is a is a really nice horse but we don't what like you don't even know what to do with these horses as we move towards the kentucky derby it's a mess like these next few months as we wait for the toxicology for this while we wait for the debate on whether he's going to win because right before this it came out that's the other thing we haven't even talked about that and not to get i don't want to talk forever about bob baffert but that was the other thing right before this happened like a day or two before they come out with baffert's lawyer comes out with like the results saying that uh you know it wasn't injected at the derby you know it was it was it was they got proof they have proof of this they did an outside testing or whatever and they got proof that it wasn't injected it was rubbed on like baffert said all along and all this bullshit and so then that happened and then boom the horse dies and it was just like so it's just a there's a ton of shit to unravel these next several months as we lead up to the Kentucky Derby, because like you said many, many times at one point, these, these owners have to make a decision. I mean, if they want their horse to run and get points, they have to have a decision by March, at least. I mean,
3: that's just it, right? It's, it's really, it's really that simple. And again, that's why I go back to the only really person that can make a difference or or group of people that can make a difference are the owners. So again, I, I, stress, get, stop bitching at each other on Twitter about this. Stop insulting each other on Twitter about this. If you have a problem, that's what, that's what you need to do. Contact the owners. And you know what, if you love him, contact the owners and give support. You know, I, I don't even know what to say anymore. It's a waste of time. I'm so sick of the merry-go-round with this guy He's here's the here's the one fact about Bob Bra- Baffert. Nothing good is coming from him right now, in this game. Nothing. It it he wins a race. Everybody's trashing him, calling him a cheater, and then the other people are going, "You don't know that." They get tested, and then it's a fight. Right? He loses a race, and it's, well, he didn't bring the juice today. You know, I mean, it it always ends in a fight with this guy, and 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 it's it's a dark cloud over the sport right now. And again, there's two solutions to it. He's got to, you know, scale back or be out of the game, or he's got to change his narrative about himself. It's going to be awfully hard to do either one, in my opinion.
2: Kind of feels like the ship has already sailed in that department. Like it's it it you know it's you're either on you're either against or for Baffert at this point, and it's really large to buy it now. And I don't see it ever getting because you know there was years where a lot of people are like, yeah, you know, he's. it's kind of shady but you're like yeah the big pick you know you obviously mean you and i everyone with racing dudes really frankly the biggest baffert fans so it's not like we've always been baffert haters we just got sick of his shit and uh we you know we do this for a living and we would prefer not for not to have this idiot ruin the game so and and you got you have to think too like what do you think other trainers should start doing something about it like, if you're Todd Pletcher, say, for instance, and you've got a lot of the same connection, you know, you have some you share horse ownership, right? Like some of the same owners have horses with you and Bob Baffert. Are not you like, dude? I mean, like, you're gonna kill the I mean, let's let's put a little bit on these other trainers, like especially the big guys. Can't they have do something? Can't they make a statement and say, I'm not gonna stand for this anymore? Like, I'm sick of this shit, Bob. I mean feels like the big trainers. There's a few trainers here and there that that might, you know, say something, chirp up about it. But for overall, no one says anything. That's the biggest mystery of
3: all. And we know some trainers, not not the big ones, but we know some, and it they know what we know. They say the th- same things we do, and they never say anything. I don't know if it's just kind of an unwritten code of we we stick together no matter what uh, that we don't know about that maybe if we're in the business we would know about a little bit more. I really don't know, but I, I've thought that for a long time of just, why don't you say something? Why don't you speak up? And I I think, I think certain ones have at times, but I I don't know. And I don't know if they're fearful. You know, I I don't know. I think trainers do live in fear a lot because end of the day, they are counting on these guys to give them horses. And I think a lot of times they just kind of do whatever they can to please them, tell them what they want to hear. Things like that. I mean, that's, that's my best guess. I, it's a great question, Jared. I don't know the answer to it.
2: It's a mystery. Yeah. Maybe there is some sort of, you know, maybe it's like, Hey, you know, you just, you say shit about me. I'll say shit about you. Like we can yeah. just keep, you know, it's like, it just well, kind of like, the,
3: are they all dirty in a way, you know, mm-hmm. do they all have skeletons in the closet? I, I don't, I don't choose to believe they all do, but most of those big ones do, you know, I, that's the funny thing about the Kentucky Derby. People, we gotta get Baffert out of there. He cheated, and you look at the horses that finished behind him, and who trained him, and it's like, mm, I don't, I don't know <laughs> about that. You know, I
2: don't. Like, I think okay, that's well, if you put up a question, so if you if you put up this guy, well, hmm, if you put okay, they came out all right. Uh, well, shit, yeah. okay, now yeah, exactly. It's like all the way back to who was it that finished fifth? Who was that 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 horse coming from way back? Oh,
3: Obesos,
2: <laughs> oh, <Bezos>, Yeah. <laughs>
3: Well, it's funny. Magic and I were talking about the low futurity. We did the video, you can check it out on YouTube previewing the race, and they go, Okay, it's been a tough week for Bafford. Let's who could upset him and kind of make us, you know, feel good? And I'm like, Well, uh, Doug O'Neill. Oh, mm, does that make us feel good? Yeah. Like this guy's been suspended more times than than freaking Josh Gordon, right? I mean, this guy. This guy, this guy—you never know who his horses are going to run under. When when uh, uh, Hot Rod Charlie won the Louisiana Derby, <laughs> O'Neill was suspended. You know, he wasn't even the the, the name in the in the program. So <laughs> he wasn't even there. <laughs> like, what you want? You want to pick O'Neill and feel good about yourself? I mean, I, I got to pick. Uh, I think like, Mendez is the the one trainer that's not uh, Baffert or O'Neill in that race. It's <laughs> it's like, and that gets back to. to what do you want me to do as a handicapper don't pick any of these guys that you think are drugging horses what, who who's left for me to pick,
2: <laughs> you know, I <laughs> know <Yeah>, exactly. <laughs> Literally f- five horses in the field and, and, uh, and uh, two of those tra- two trainers that have multiple horses and they've, they've had more infractions than, uh, you know, I've had Tinder dates. So that's, that's saying a lot. So <laughs> I mean, it's just a lot it's a hard, it's like you say and that we'll get to that in a second with the fantasy league it, it makes it impossible yeah. for our for our situations and for betters and making these decisions because it's like what are you supposed to do what are you supposed to do so all right that's a wrap we're not gonna talk about this today anymore bob baffert medina spirit the biggest thing is medina spirit uh rest in peace buddy <laughs> Time for run and Fire presented by let's do RD Sports. We haven't talked about RD Sports in a while. RD Sports is probably taking off right now, right? Because it's bowl season. And I know my boy below me here loves himself some bowl season. You're probably gonna watch every single one of them, I'm guessing. You know, talk a little bit about what to expect on the site, racingdudes.com/slash sports rd sports. What's on the site? What people can look forward to for bowl season. Yeah, man, we got
3: Well, first of all, uh, with the with the in, uh, the uh, NCAA season over other than the bowls, the NFL coverage expands. So we've got like 10 previews up right now uh, for the NFL games. So we got a lot going on there uh, and that gets a little bit expanded. We'll have every bowl game. We'll have an article for it. Uh, we're excited about that as well. And like I said, NFL expanded coverage because of the lack of the ncaa games and also free nhl picks every night on the site as well so there's a lot going on over there on the sports site right now and like I said uh we'll do we'll do kind of the football thing all the way through uh bowl season and then uh, we'll get into college basketball and then the nba once the nfl kind of gets over with or at least gets to the playoffs so a lot going on uh do two sports two days a week as well having a lot of fun with it.
2: Yep, go check it out, Uh, slash sports uh, to get all your information for that. I can't wait. I mean, I mean, March Madness coming up, you know, before you know it. So that'll be a, that'll be a blast as well to be covering that. Uh, sure we'll sure do some fun stuff with that as well. So, uh, when horse racing is boring to you, just go over to Racing Dudes Sports. Um, and we'll have you covered. All right, let's do. We're gonna do two races. Then we're getting to the fantasy draft. I mean, if anybody's listening, I think most people are wanting to get to the the draft order here. But let's talk two races this weekend. We'll kick things off at Goldstream Park on Saturday. Uh, race 10, the Mr. Prospector Stakes, raid three with 100K for three-year-olds and up. Going seven furlongs, fill the seven lines up for this one. Five to two on number four, endorse for Maker. Three to one on Wind of Change, Saffy Joseph. Uh, two to one on Dennis' moment. Nah, that is the favorite, I guess. Dennis. <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, wow. I, I didn't even i i saw his name i didn't even look at you know i just i'm like that hey you know what dale Romans dennis moment at two to one might be the ultimate if you take that horse at two to one just call call over ultimate and let him come over and just punch you in the face because that is what it will feel like betting that horse at two to one are you kidding me all right i, I hope you i hope you picked Dennis's moment no i didn't
3: um I, I told, I told magic on the preview. I said, uh, I said, hey, this moment. Very well could win this race because it is dog shit. But if you bet him at <laughs> two to one, it probably means you just escaped the loony bin because that is a crazy price. Listen, though, you know what, uh, everybody that, that, that I've seen the previews of this race, which is myself and Magic Mike, uh, they, they've and I think uh, Dr. Tang was on the chat going crazy about it, too. They've all been like, Genesis moment. No way. You can't play him. I wouldn't be surprised if he's not the favorite, because I think everybody's going to look at that and go, holy hell, no way. Um, now, listen, I, 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 I went with number two wind of change on top. I'm not excited about anybody in this race. This is not a good race. And usually it is a lot better than this. I just think wind of change gets out in front. and It's gonna to be tough to run down. Sappy Joseph, uh, he's winning races like he normally does down here at Gulfstream where where it's kind of a rodeo cowboy show. And I don't think there's a lot of rules uh, to Sass Navarro in service. But anyway, wind of change, uh, I think gets to the front and gonna be hard to catch. And what will make him hard to catch is I think he's loose on the lead and I don't know what's behind him.
2: Uh Jared Clint says, heard it from a big sloppy looking some bitch on the backside. Janice is gonna run off the <laughs> I wonder who that would've been that told you that. <laughs> oh shit, that's funny. Um yeah, dude, I kinda went with you on this as well. I like uh I like indoors. Uh a little bit underneath. I, I always always like that horse, but wind of change, man. I just think this horse, like I just think this is the horse that's gonna go gate to wire. I get it. I mean, there's no, as IS, is on board, these two team up obviously all the time. Zayas and, uh, and Safi, you know, got beat last time out. Uh, that's a, that's a really big thing too. The horse runs, uh, has ran on this track, you know, obviously they've changed the track to a synthetic, uh, surface at Willstream park. So the, the horse has that experience there. It's so over the horse ran on that track uh in the king got beat by a horse then king of dreams who came back to win i think this horse is uh is just gonna go out front i mean the horse has put put up back-to-back bullet works you know this horse you gotta remember too hadn't ran since you know end of august came back a little a tad bit of a layoff not a long layoff but a little bit of a layoff the horse you know is getting back at that race under his belt got a work a couple workouts really strong works i think this horse this is going to go, I mean, I don't see a lot of really fast, really speed in this race. And he kind of feels like the one, um, so I'm with you, man. Number two, I don't love it either. This race is kind of dog shit. <laughs> Number two, win a change.
3: Can I, I, real quick. Mark says he likes endorsed, you know, Mark, I had endorsed written down on the first go through. And then I looked and it's like, he's lost 14 straight times, you know, and it's not <laughs> at all grade one races. They have he's been in spots where he could win. I don't hate the pick, obviously, because I had him wrote down, but I just couldn't go with one that had lost 14 straight. That's why I went elsewhere.
2: Yeah, I mean, again, like I said, I've always really liked Endorse, and, you know, the horses ran you know, he's ran since he's moved over with maker. He's ran a few stakes. Of course, he ran the Phoenix got smoked there. Um, of course the low West though, who was in that race, special reserve as well. Um, another stakes got second. I mean, that horse hasn't been running terrible and the buyers definitely match up with, um, you know what it takes. So to me, if you're playing another one, I mean, endorsed is the other one for me, because if the debt pace does melt down, it kind of feels like, I mean, unless you really, just super trash by the end of uh saturday and you want to bet dennis moment i i think it seems like i have a better feeling of endorsed for sure but i i just think i like the gate to wire option but then if he if he can't get that you know if he if it falters at least you got the other one so yeah mark says he's due (laughs) Well, that's the one thing about it, right? Yeah, it, it, and even bigger. He's not, this is a bad feel. really bad. Deal. That might, but honestly, like everyone knows my. I have a couple of unwritten rules. Well, I might as well write them down at this point. But you can't play McPeak. You can't play. You can't play McPeak at a short price, and you just don't play Tell Romans, like period. And especially when he's the. And then like, there's like a like sub A B C that when he's when he's the favorite. When it, and then by the way, when it's fucking Dennis's moment uh i mean just forget about it all right let's go to the next race here race nine uh let's go to los al race nine los alamos los alamitos for charity grade two or 300k for two-year-olds going one and 116th miles all these horses stretching out here for the first time it is a kentucky derby prep it's funny kentucky derby prep race 10 4 2 1 so five horses entered four of them will get points or not because Baffert has two in the field (laughs) Uh, two in the field Messier who's your one to two favorite so likely the 10 is going to get nixed uh, from this horse right Um, and then Barossa the horse that kind of was like what the hell is he doing Uh, in, in the Breeders Cup Juvenile and he showed that's why we we have a right to think that five to one uh, nine to two on Durant, Durante for Doug O'Neill. Doug O'Neill's also got the five. Slow down, Andy, and then the non-Doug O'Neill Baffert horse, number one Olympic legend at fifteen to one. So Holzman, <laughs> gotta think you're taking Baffert, right? I mean, let's like I said, let's let's, let's not be stupid. I mean, the horse, Bob Baffert's won this race. Um, well, I think this will—he's going for eight now in a row. If he wins, if he wins on Saturday, this will be his eighth. Los Alpha Charity in a row, and I don't even know total. I mean, it's got to be, like, 15 or something close, so... What do you think of this field? Spielberg won it last year, Thousand Words won it the year before, probably... I mean, so this is a race, McKenzie, Mastery, More Spirit, Dortmund. This is the race that if they win this race, they are on to big and better things on the Kentucky Derby Trail, so... How are you tackling this one? Yeah, I mean, you gotta
3: go... Baffert. I mean, I think Messier looks looks awfully good. I think that's the one uh, to play here, one to two. So, no surprise there. But I mean, he, he looks awfully good. I, I think Barossa is a horse also that, I mean, if you handicap this. It's like, well, that horse is probably going to finish second or, or could pull the upset. I mean, so if you went with one that's not Messier, it'd probably be the other Baffert. Uh, Durante, you could say, well, that horse looked pretty good last time out, but two back was beaten by that Baffert horse, Barossa. So, I think he's got them over barrels here. And, and you know, one thing before I kick it to you, everybody says, you know, oh, if, if Baffert goes away, California racing is in big trouble, right? How much worse can it get than this? This is what all <laughs> their two-year-old stakes races look like. So can it really get a lot worse than what we're seeing here? I think they could find five horses, you know, if,
2: if Baffert wasn't there. I think they could scrounge up a couple more. It remind me is it, it if if they win like if messier wins does the the 10 go to the second place horse or no. is it not just is it just it just it just goes away right so it's only right. so these points are going to get like the total points are going to continue to get lower and lower i feel like right because these yep. he's, he's going to win races so very likely that that you know there's only three points that are given out in this race which is insane that you know the two and the one the first third and fourth so yeah because messier and, and Barosa should very much finish one two you would think i just i like the way messier has ran i mean how could you not the last two Pratt back aboard i mean this horse looks i mean this horse, that's the thing like this horse looks the part and i'm gonna guess if if he wins like i think he's going to you know he's going to be a very uh a very uh interesting well very Low pick in the draft coming up in a few weeks. Like, this yep. is this is like I say? I mean, you look at the horses that have won this race, and we know what's next. Where these horses win the uh, charity, and this is obviously the looks of a horse. Uh, kind of has the right connections and breeding. Big purchase price, Bob Baffert. You know, Pratt. You get really everything there. The horse is stretching out for the first time, but blinkers back on. Horse ran with the first two starts uh, with blinkers. Took him off to the last start in the Bob Hope tells you this horse is gonna be very, very poorly placed here. I wouldn't be shocked if the horse tries just to, to go gate the wire with Pratt. It wouldn't be shocking at all. So um I'm with you. I mean, I, I I We'll talk about it here in a second with the draft, but just real quickly, I want to know how are you, like you individually, like forget about the side, forget about the the fantasy league, all that shit. Like, how are you kind of your mind, how, are you, how are you processing these Baffert horses this year? Until we know something more, if not what we know now, how are you? Like when Messier wins, are you like, yeah, he's he's he should win, like he's a legit Derby horse, but he can't get to the Derby because he can't. His trainers aren't allowed. To, I mean, how are you kind of handling that in terms of you yourself?
3: I'm operating under the uh, under the assumption that he'll sue and he'll get they'll have to retroactively give these horses points and he'll be at the Derby. That's (laughs) just because you know I just think anymore that's what we're trained to assume. Oh, he'll get he'll get one you know he'll get a way to get there. So that's that's what I'm I'm looking at it right now. I'm not even like believing that it's a reality that he's not going to be.
2: I mean I think that's one way or another you got to feel like it's going to happen right um Mm -hmm. that he's going to have a that that at the very least that messier the horse will be running you know whether it be i mean probably most likely it will be Baffert still but even if it's not like you got to think they'll find a way you know these these guys are going to want to If messier is good the goods they're going to want to get him in right somewhere so they'll find a way um even if that means you know, Magic's a trainer on the on the forum or something, but otherwise, you know, for the public eye. But no, uh, you and I are both the number three, Messier for Bob Baffert. <laughs> the time has come, Halterman. The 2022 Racing Deuce Triple Crown Fantasy League is about here. It's about to begin. We are just weeks away from the first first points race for the league, and of course, as your defending champion, let me introduce our very astute dictator mr aaron halterman who will be conducting of course the league as he does every year and tonight we are here to give you the draw that means yeah we don't i mean you would think it makes sense to the draft you know the the reverse order of the last no not in this league we just we just redraft every single redraw every single year for the draft order kind of makes things fun we go ahead and pencil in john and ryan uh, for the one spot, because one or two, we know they're going to get that. Um, so, Haltman, this is this is your show, your segment. Take it away. Well, listen
3: before before I do, my computer is being taken over by another member of this. Uh oh, hold on, wait, wait. <laughs>
0: Well, 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 the Racing Dudes Triple Crown Fantasy League Draft is just about here. Before you guys waste any more of the fans' time, your boy Magic here, he's got to say a few words. You see, I'm a man of the people, the voice of the true believers, the co-commander in chief of the Magic Mike Army, and I'm here to talk about the nine teams who think they got a shot in hell of beating the Magic Mike show team this year. I got to tell you, y'all are on the list. Let's start with Evil Stevel in Austin there was an award for the most improved team it would go to you guys i mean the growth that you showed last year compared to your first year in the league i mean you were still really 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 bad last year but at least you were better you threw a fistful of darts at the wall hoping to hit a bunch of bafferts wanting one to connect i guess it did because you well you're kind of like the detroit lions you do just enough to be not dead last every single year you take turns alternating so i guess what i want to say is cheers to another two win season this year fellas <laughs> all right next here on the list Ooh, oh it's the team everybody's always so scared of. oh it's john and ryan Ooh, john white legendary handicapper legendary fantasy league player hey john california chrome called he said you can go ahead and retire that hat now buddy and ryan don't even get me started on this fool Here's how much Aaron hates me. I've had to share a room with Ryan, not once, not once, but twice on Racing Dudes trips. I've had to share a room with him because his breath, it stinks from all the ass-kissing he does to Aaron. I mean, how else do you explain how this team always gets a perfect draft spot, always wins the shakes at the claiming window? I hate it, I hate it. Don't ever make me spend another time with him in the... All right, next here, we got Wise Dan and Michael Myers. Hey guys, congratulations on falling ass-backwards into drafting the two-year-old champion Colt The Southwest winner, the Bluegrass winner, hell, the goddamn Belmont Stakes winner. And not only did you not want that horse, you somehow almost finished dead last this year with him on your team. Michael, buddy, you're a Notre Dame fan. Play like a champion today. It's not a great motto if you don't ever actually do it. Real Dynasty. Oh, Vinny. Hey, Vinny, how about you keep me in mind next time you feel like throwing away a pot of gold, buddy? Mike and I, we tried shaking things up last year. Boring ass draft process. We said, you know what? We'll inject some actual life, some energy into the whole process. Vinny, we handed you, we chose you as the one to hand the keys to the vault. We gave you the most lopsided trade since the Broncos got Elway. And what did you do with it? You drafted a horse so slow, all the Diodoro juice in the world couldn't make him a winner for you. First you have Hip Foro, whatever the hell his name was. Then you've got to keep me in mind, I cannot wait to see what you do in this year's draft. guys Paddle. guys Paddle, talk about making an impact as a rookie in your very first draft. You guys remember what he did? You remember what you did, buddy? Your grand brilliant plan to take the league by storm as a rookie? Yeah, I don't know what's worse, that you drafted a turf sprinter who didn't win a race until after the league ended, or that you drafted a Japanese horse whose only start after you drafted him seems to have been in the Alpo Derby. I mean, you were so bad last year as a rookie, you made your own teammate, Brandon, quit horse racing completely. You know what you are? You're the Bob Baffert to Saratoga Slim, buddy. So let me give you some advice, guys. As a veteran of this league, if you're going to put as much time and energy into the fantasy league draft as Jared does with his beard, the least you could do is draft dirt American horses, buddy. Let's see. Oh yeah. Speaking of rookies, I want to take a moment here. I want to welcome Kelby Von Hemo to the league. Kelby, welcome or Well, I guess I guess I should ask Aaron. Aaron, can you please tell Kelby that I said welcome to the league cuz as I understand They still haven't hooked up internet to his cornfield. So if you can let him know I said thank you. And oh, by the way, tell him I said best of luck too because all you got to do is just not be a fan team in this league and you're actually not going to have a terrible draft. So... Good luck, welcome. Oh, yeah. Free beers. Polly. Polly, Polly, Polly. I feel bad for you, man. You should have won last year. Hell, you drafted the Kentucky Derby winner in the fourth round, even though. Well, you didn't exactly say his name correctly in the draft. I believe it rhymed something with uh, Schmagina. but please just do us all a favor. Practice your draftees' names before you come on screen next time. Oh, congratulations on becoming a grandpa. There's no joke there. I really mean it. Congrats. I think you're going to do great. And speaking of greatness, or uh, (laughs) lack thereof, Jared, congratulations, buddy, on your second straight BS title in this league. You managed to make this one reek even worse than the last one you had. You somehow gave even less of a shit at the fantasy draft than Geist Paddle. You made Aaron draft a filly onto your team. If you were a horse, Mike Somich would call you a paper tiger. I'm just going to call you confused. Because, buddy, this ain't Tinder. You ain't getting lucky again. Aaron, 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 Last on my list. You call yourself the dictator, but I gotta be honest, buddy, that word just ends up making me hungry for tots. So if it's okay with you, I'm gonna shorten it up a little bit. Call you dick. So here's the thing, dick, I am sick and tired. The way you have been running this fantasy league, you play favorites, you damn sure play against other teams. From day one, when I entered this league, you have been out to get me. You remember the rap battle? Go back now, listen, with fresh ears. There ain't no goddamn way Jared was better that day than I was. But you, you just had to play favorites with your little co-host, your little business partner. You gave him the win in the rap battle. And what did he get for surprise? Justify. What does Justify do? Wins the 2018 Triple Crown. But wait! Turns out the CHRB covered up yet another Bob Baffert drug positive. And if they'd followed their own rules, well, Justify, he would have been disqualified from the San Diego Derby. Then he doesn't go to the Kentucky Derby. Now does he not win that race? He doesn't win the Triple Crown. Do you know? Oh, Aaron who would have won the Kentucky Derby if justify wasn't in that race that would have been good magic and who do you think drafted good magic in the first round of the draft yeah that's right it was me buddy but you already knew that you were already out to get me you knew what you were doing but you know what it's okay all that information came out after the league ended the year was over okay and you buddy dick you set a precedent and I was fine with it but then you know what happened three years later Bob Baffert wins the Kentucky Derby, gets another drug positive. And you, Dick, you announced it because of this. My buddy, my pal, Free Freebeers and Walnuts Hot Wings, whose fantasy team owns Medina Spirit. Well, you docked him the winning points for that race. You redistributed it to the four horses that finished behind him, which included Hot Rod Charlie, owned by your little business partner, your little co-host, Jared Welch. Not only does Free Freebeers and Walnuts not win the fantasy league, but who does? Oh, wait, it's Jared. So here's the thing, Dick. I'm sending you a warning, and I'm sending it to you and all your candy-ass little sycophants, and hopefully one of them is smart enough to tell you what that word means. Magic, and Mike, and the rest of the league that you pissed off with your favoritism. We're coming for you. We ain't holding back. Magic out.
2: <laughs> there you have it, Jared.
3: What do you, what do you think?
2: I don't know what I just watched, to be honest with you. Uh, I, I mean, I will say my face hurts from from laughing the entire time. I, I mean, I was like, "What was what's happening?" I mean, I can't. I don't know. I I don't have a lot of words for that. Uh, I that was that was that was something. I just if if you're watching this, if you're, if you're listening to this show after the fact, I encourage you to go watch this on YouTube just so you can watch what that was because this guy you talk about being invested in something you know they're never invested in their own fantasy team they don't do worth a shit every year but at least he was invested in that
3: we 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 certainly have a heel in the league this year we have a heel we have a bad guy it is magic yeah he, he basically just told us all how it's gonna be and let's see if he's able to to back it up. That's that's the key, right? Uh, they didn't last year.
2: I'd like to say this to to our friend Magic. I okay. believe the first team in league history to win the fantasy league and never made one claim all year. This guy right here. <laughs> so maybe I didn't show up. Who cares? You showed up, and you. I don't even know who who did they. I don't know who they drafted the the first round. Doesn't matter. I can't wait. I love the fact that he is the, the bad guy. I love it. Because I already I already don't like magic. So it works out perfect. Is Magic
3: the new Ricky? Have you replaced Magic? <laughs> yeah,
2: Ricky with yeah magic I just now? had to replace I had to place Ricky with somebody. So yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's do this. Let's, so tell, the people, let's get to tell drawing. the people. Okay.
3: Let's get to drawing. All right. So we're gonna draw the 10 uh, names right now. Um, so here we go. Here's what we're going to do. I've got each team randomly numbered, okay? So you are going to say a number, and I will pick that team's name up with that number. So, like, there's Geist Battle, seven, or Geist Battle, seven. So that's what I'll do. And then I've got I've listen, look at this. Watch this. I've got a random number generator that will be the, uh, the, the position. So I'll put that up now. Oh, there we go. Okay. All right. So you say the number, then I will hit this generator button here, and it will give us
2: their draft position. All right. Okay. I have to okay. say, I I have uh, zero like I I never draft like every year. My draft is like eight, nine, ten, somewhere in there every time. So I don't. Even, I, have, I have no nerves. I do. I do great every year. I either win the Kentucky Derby or I win the fantasy league, or I do both. So just whatever. Like, just give me the number. I don't care. I, I have no, zero pressure. I love this position. All right, let me give you, I'll kick the, you know, are you ready for my my number? Yep. And here we go. All right, let's start with this thing. I'll go with number two.
3: Okay, number two is a team of Dan and Michael Myers. Dan and Michael Myers, hey. they are
2: number two. Michael, you okay. just showed up. You just got your baby done crying. So you showed up to see you get draft position, all right. I hit the
3: generate and it is draft position 10. Oh. <laughs> all right, so Dan
1: and yeah, Michael. Yeah, I did
3: get 10. We'll draft last. So they will be number 10. Okay. Give me another number, please, Jared. <laughs> That's
2: great. Um, all right. Let's do number uh 7.
3: 7 is the guys battle. He will be number right. 7. I'll hit the He's on his own this year, generate right button. 6. He will draft in number 6. Okay. Okay. Pretty good. Pretty good spot there. All right. Next number please. Not 2, not 7.
2: Uh let's do Let's
3: do number 6. Number 6. Real dynasty now composed of just Vinny. He is number six. Hit the button.
2: Nine. Oh Vinny. I'm, I'm liking how this is shaping up right now for us. You're okay. three
3: for three. You're doing very, very well. Now give me another number. Not two, not six, not seven. Uh nine. Nine. Oh, you're gonna be very happy. You have drawn yourself, number nine.
2: Um, I don't like it at all. These numbers have been really bad, though. So, I all right. Let's see what I got. Here we go. Hit the generator.
1: Okay. Two. Oh, boom.
3: All right. That's the best draft order of my life. So, Jared okay. is, will draft in the second spot. Okay. Another number, please, sir.
2: I love being two because I can just, the pressure's off. Take whoever the person number one. They'll take whoever. I'll take the next number one horse. All right. What did I just tell you? Um, you seven? have picked two, six, seven, and nine. Okay, nine. Um, how about we do one?
3: Number one. It's the Magic Mike Show. Number one oh. in our minds and in our hearts.
2: Give All me. Right.
3: Generate. Oh, two. We've already drawn that. We have to generate again. Two, we have to (laughs) generate again. (laughs) It's like nine. Nope, we've already had that. Five. Five. Magic Mike number five.
2: I think he said he wanted the middle of the pack there, so he got. Okay, we
3: have drawn half the field. Should we take a commercial break, like they do on uh, the Kentucky Derby? Mm,
2: Yeah, we should. We should talk about this for a while. So, real quickly, give give the orders of what you have so far.
3: All right, so far we've drawn five. The number one slot, still open. Number two, Jared. Number three, still open. Number four, still open. Number five, Magic Mike. Number six, Geist Paddle. Seven is open. Eight is open. Nine,
2: Vinny. And ten, Dan and Michael. So we still got a few pretty shitty positions on the backside there. And then, of course, the one is still sitting there. And unlike the Kentucky Derby, you want the one. Yes. So here we exactly. go. We are back from commercial break, and we are going to – I'm going to give you number mm, – it's going to be five. Number five is Austin and Evil Stevil.
3: There they are. They're number five. Uh, lost the league in their first year, finished ninth last year. We'll generate their number now. Number eight, Ooh. and that one is not taken, so they will draft eighth.
2: Okay. I like that uh we're six through six teams, and you and John Ryan are still out there. So
3: yes, so um, the, that's important. The four teams left myself, John and Ryan, Paul Freebeers, Withrow, and our new uh team, Kelby Von Hemel. They're all still open. Slots one, three, four, and seven. So really only one bad slot left.
2: Actually, I'm sure Kelby will get the one because in our fantasy football league when we added him, he got. A great draft position and had a great year yep. um all right i'll give you number 10 number 10
3: is our newest player kelby von hemel so we'll see if jared was right let's see if he gets number one here we go generate number six already taken we'll go again
2: number Ooh. seven. Oh, kelby i'm sorry, sorry 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 kelby i tried for you i tried to will you in there Halterman. So, one spot. Uh, this is now this is becoming a this is becoming a little bit of an issue now. Because a situation. Because two teams I really don't like, Halterman and John and Ryan, are sitting there with the one. And then I mean, the last thing Paul needs for his ego is to get the one spot as well. So this is really not a great spot for anybody. All right. Okay. Uh number. Three. Number three. Myself, I am number three. All right. What and what what what's what numbers are we looking for? one one three, three or four. One, three, or four. So nothing, you know, No matter what, you guys all have pretty good draft spots. So yeah. All right. Here we
3: go. Generate. Six. Nope. Four. Right. Sorry. Number four. Well, that's all right. All right. This year, I don't know that
2: there's a whole lot of difference between 1 and 10, really. (laughs) No. Um, Okay. Speaking of, I'll just make it easy. Number 4. I haven't given
3: you 4. Number 4 will be John and Ryan. Now, John and Ryan always get the number 1. Seemingly every year.
2: Can can they do it again? Can it happen again? 1 or 3. Here we go. Whatever number comes up first. They yep. get, Ugh. four. Nine. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh.
3: <laughs> well, two, no. Five, give, one. Oh! No matter what I do, they get it every year.
2: You're going to have to start rigging the system.
3: I draw it out of this the hat, is, they get number
2: 1. I I I do this, they get number 1. They'll win every they'll win every uh every shake too. It's insane. I don't know what I don't know what they have done in the in the <laughs> I don't know. Well, all right, so Paul has the the 3. Yeah, so Paul gets the 3.
3: Um all right, so I'll I'll read it off here. John and Ryan wow. will have the number 1 pick in the draft. Jared will have number 2. Paul 3. Myself will be four, Magic Mike, five, Geist Battle, six, KVH, seven, Austin and Evil, eight, Vinny nine, Dan and Michael, ten.
2: I can't. There you go. I can't even. All right, well, all right. This ought to be a fun text whenever you text John. I mean, is Ryan watching? I
3: don't think so because I have not got a text yet, but I'll send them
2: a message now. John, I mean you don't even show up for nothing, you don't do anything. He just like tell me you know, just telling me you know what spot I got, and every time you text, it's good news. It's just insane. The and now I'm I mean because I'm gonna well the good news is I know like whatever baffer horse he picks on the first spot, I know like I mean that's the thing. You know, whenever they're in the number one, you're they're drafting the best horse.
3: Yeah. Well, last year they drafted Life Was Good, who I have little doubt would have won them the league if he would have stayed healthy. So,
2: mm-hmm. unbelievable. All right. Well, uh, and by the way, draft is in two weeks, right? Two a little less than two weeks on a Wednesday, the twenty second.
3: Um. Is that yeah? Is that their yeah? Is that I think the that's right thing? Right
2: yeah that's right not sure yeah it's a 22nd it's a week yep. of uh the week of christmas there's the 22nd is it 22nd or tw- no 21st i'm sorry it's the 21st tuesday it's, it's that wednesday whatever that is right is it a wednesday i thought it was a tuesday oh it's a tuesday it's a tuesday that's right it's the 21st now one i have of us will to show up. Up. one of us will show up uh <laughs> i hope yeah. for the draft uh, but no, it's I believe it's on Tuesday, the twenty first. Uh, we'll do a special podcast just for uh, just for the
3: draft. Yeah,
2: it's, it's Tuesday,
3: December twenty first at seven p.m. Central Time, so that'll be eight Eastern, seven Central.
2: And it's always a uh, quite the shit show with everyone shows up for that. Everyone's tuning in, chimes in. John, of course, has his his picks. Uh... Oh my
3: gosh. John, John White says, of course, we expected nothing less. It's a tradition as much as mint juleps and singing of old Kentucky home.
2: <laughs> that's, that's unbelievable. Yeah. If I didn't know better, because I love John so much, I would say he made the same deal that Bob Baffert made with whoever, you know, it's like, because they made a deal to get the one-by-one spot, him and Baffert working together, you know, but he gets, he gets all the Baffert horses, wins the league. No, but they they uh, they can't seem to win the league, though. You know that's the thing. They did
3: win one. They've won it once. They have won it
2: once. They did, but it's not you know for getting the one spot every year. They they can't do it on a consistent basis, and so I really blame the management for that. You're, you're kind of <laughs> gift wrapping this. You're gift wrapping this for the. Well, you know the other thing is they'll have about 14 claims by uh, by March. So
3: yes, no question about that. <laughs> they claim more than
2: anybody. All right. That's it. any final thoughts on the or any final uh, you know comments on the on the draft or anything you want to touch on that before we end this thing?
3: Um, no, I think I think that's good. Like I said, we'll uh, we'll, we'll do it on December twenty first. Uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think I think it's going to be a good year, a completely wide open year. If you remember last year, life was good in Central Quality. We're no brainer one and two. This year there really isn't a no-brainer there for that top spot just yet. So uh, we'll see. We've got low-south maturity this weekend. you get got the, the springboard coming up uh, next Friday. And then, bam, it's the draft. So we'll see if anybody kind of shows up, emerges, however you want to say it.
2: Yeah, a couple just real quick thoughts on what like, we are going to, not buy rule, Halterman's rule, I have to go by it. But I pro- I kind of agree because we don't have like much of a – lose you know when no no win situation um baffert horses get points so even though derby doesn't you know right now not getting points baffert horses can be claimed or can be claimed can be drafted um and we'll get points as usual as, as the system we we use in our fantasy league because mm-hmm. last year of course with the mess with medina spirit and having to make that choice whether or not he should be stayed up and this is a nightmare so baffert he will stay so that i imagine you know that kind of makes it simple in terms of who you know if, if we were not including bad horses, <laughs> trying to get in the top 50 which is however many horses you know we have 50 horses which is always a really good indicator of yeah. the horses you need to watch right um it's impossible if you didn't have bad horses in there um so all right we'll see you guys for the draft uh in a couple weeks <laughs> <laughs> all the time we have chase out race for our free picks and our premium selections on our products page. Click the Get Racing Dudes Premium button on the menu at Racing to learn more. Remember that racingdudes.com Dudes.com is gestation site for all free horse racing picks for all major horse racing tracks and, of course, sports as well. If the bowl season underway, you want to kick things off. If you're playing sport, if you're playing horses, go do some sports as well. Racing Dudes.com uh, slash sports. You can check us out on uh racing underscore dude on, on Facebook or on uh, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Find all episodes of Blinkers Off on YouTube, of course, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Stitcher, Captivate, all those uh, available even on our website at racingdudes.com. Go check out the Magic Mike Show, they did the Gulfstream Park Saturday late pick four. So, you wanted a little more information on that, stakes we did, of course, the rest of that sequence, go check out the Gulfstream Park. Late pick four on the Magic Mike show and all those same uh, podcast platforms. All right, Halterman, this is a wrap uh, for the show. Final thoughts on the weekend of racing.
3: Um. Yeah. You know, I think it's going to be a really good weekend. I love that Oakland is back. That was so much fun last weekend. Uh, you know, just add something to it because usually you've got Gulfstream, which is pretty good day in and day out, uh, especially on the weekends. But Aqueduct this time of year is uh, it's kind of, you know, they're off the turf. They're done with the turf now. To interject Oakland into the scene, it was awesome last weekend. I expect more of the same this weekend.
2: Dude, funny story. I I gotta tell you, I was was out, I was seeing a buddy of mine um, in Oklahoma last week, and some of his, that side of the family and extended family and stuff was there and people I didn't know. And uh, well, I was talking to a, a lady and she's like, oh, it's like, hey, you know. And I introduced myself and I was like, she's like, oh, I was, she's like, oh, are you the the racing guy? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, like I have, you know, like I have the site or whatever. And she's like, oh yeah, yeah, I know all about you. She's like, uh, I can't wait for o-. this was this was Friday, mind you. Uh-huh. She goes, I can't wait for Oakland to start. And they live in Arkansas. They're from Arkansas. i like, I can't wait for Oakland to start. Like it's my favorite time of the year. And like I, oh, we'll be down there. We go to this, go to that. And I said it's running right now like it <laughs> literally started today and she she about fell over i mean you, you could tell how much she's like what she's like you're lying to me i'm like no they're running today it started she's like it's december like i, I know i i said, said i didn't hear about this i had no idea like thank you for in the whole rest of the day thank you so much for telling me i can go home and make my bets and like she's like geared up I'm like, she's like, it makes total sense why they would do that. I had no idea. So these are loyal fans, people that go to Oakland every single year, multiple times a year, they take RVs and they bet. And they just, I mean, they're there for racing. And uh, she had no idea that it started a month early. So she is pumped.
3: It's that's hilarious. And it's funny because like at Saratoga the first year they extended the meet and they started it a week early Uh, we were there and I was talking to a few locals and they're like, yeah, there's nobody here because there, it's not like the people that come here, it's just ingrained in them that they're open this time through this time and it never changes. So it's going to take some time to get people here. And I I would say, yeah, I mean, just like that. I mean, your diehards are there at Oakland, but those people, it's like, yeah, we go down three, four times a year and we do it in February and March and April. And it's like, what? December? Sure. We would like to go right now. So that's pretty cool. Pretty cool.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the more we talked about it, and of course, you and I have talked about it a lot, like it makes a lot of sense yep. why they would be running right now. So uh, the weather, obviously, I mean, shit, hot springs was amazing last weekend. And, and so, yeah, it makes a lot of sense why they'd be running. So yeah, it's awesome to have Oakland back and uh, it's a big weekend. It's kind of like we're still in a little bit of a lull, but I think it's a big weekend of racing because you just look at that charity, and it just for, forget about the Baffert aspect. I mean, there might be a few horses, one in particular that could be really, really good yeah. Um, that you want to pay, pay attention to for the for the derby and especially for uh, for us for the the uh, the, uh, the draw. So coming up. So all right, it's a wrap on the show, everybody. I'm Jared Welch. He's Aaron Altman. Good luck this weekend, guys
1: racingdudes.com for all of your needs racingdudes.com for all of your leads racingdudes.com for all of your bets racingdudes.com is good as it gets racingdudes.com for all of your needs racingdudes.com for all of your leads racingdudes.com for all of your bets racingdudes.com is good as it gets <laughs> well, Bob Baffert's not stupid I, I don't cheat do I look like a shady character to you